Hello there. Welcome to the show Out East, where we have real conversations with real people. My name is Tayo, T-A-Y-O, and I'll be your host for the remainder of the show. Remember that new episodes will be live on all streaming platforms every single week. That's right. We go live every single week. You can follow us on all social platforms as well, like YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. All the links will be in the description of this episode. See you. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Tyre, and I'm your host for today. How are you doing? How are you doing, beautiful people? I hope that we're all doing very, very good. Very, very good. Um, It's been a rough year. You know, COVID um, and everything else. The economics of the world is just, oops. But I hope that through all of these things, we're still, we're still being great. We're still being great. It's currently, uh, what's the time now? It's, it's 2.17 here in Nanchang, China. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been gloomy this past few days. It's been gloomy. It's been very gloomy. It rains a lot. There's not a lot of sunshine. So there's a tendency that, you know, you, you might get down, but <laughs> we're not going to let that get to us. We're going to have a great time today. We're going to have an amazing time today. We're going to have an amazing time. So today we're going to have a conversation, um, some real conversations, actually. I put something on my Twitter a couple of days ago, put something on my Twitter. By the way, if you're not following me on Twitter, you should. You should follow me on Twitter, at Diplomatic Sound. Great community over there. Great people, great friends, great colleagues and everything. Twitter is a place where um, you can network with practical people that are in the same sector or the same field as you, and you would have great feedback, you know, great people. I've met great people on Twitter. So... I put something on Twitter, you know, and I'm just going to read it. This is what I said. I said, I've been living in China now for three plus years. I wonder if people on here knew that. Perhaps you have some questions about China. You can ask me and I'll try to answer if I know the answer to your question. I put that because I wanted to, you know, just get it going. You know, I wasn't sure if my community actually knew that I was living in China. So I put that out there and I think it was in the space of like maybe five minutes. I just had replies coming through and, you know, they just came through. So one thing that I noticed from those replies, one thing that I saw from the questions that a lot of people were asking, most of the things that people know about China is what they've read or what they've seen in the Western media. And, and I mean, that's the point of reference they get. A, a lot of people did not necessarily know uh, much about China. And I was glad that I was able to offer that outlet, you know? I was glad I was able to offer that outlet. So 
the point of having these conversations here is that, you know, hopefully I can shed more light on, on the subjects that people, you know, are asking about and so that people in general can know more about the life and the situation of things in China. Because as a foreigner living in China, uh, you know, we are the ones who know what is and what is not. Most people outside of China, just they only know what they see in the news. So I, I think another thing to understand is that one of the reasons why most people don't find a lot of information out there about China, about this, about that, is one, I think most people do not actively look for those things. Secondly, I think that it's a, it ties back to one of the societal values of China, which is modesty. China doesn't necessarily want to promote itself as, oh, you know, look at us, we're, we're a big country in this. Because some of the values that, you know, runs through the Chinese culture, and, and you, can, you can go back in time, you can check the history of China, you will find this thing's present, modesty. So in being modest, there's not a lot of info out there about China. People are subject to believe everything and anything that, you know, that they hear because there's no counter news that, um, that's coming from, from, from within. But keeping that in mind, I'll try to approach these questions as best as I can. Now, I did already offer some answers on Twitter. Um, they were short answers, you know, but I figured it's better to have a conversation, you know, so we can, there's no room for misunderstanding so that I'm clear and explicit enough on what I'm trying to pass across. So yeah, that, that was why, you know, I wanted to have this conversation here today. I'll go straight to the first question. One of the questions that really stood out to me um, was, what made you decide to leave in China? And I thought this was a very good question. This was a very good question. If there's one thing that I've learned from great people in terms of search of knowledge, it's wanting to learn about things that you do not know about or that are outside of your comfort zone. Every step that humanity has taken in terms of achieving something great has always been in that regard. So for me, one of the reasons I came to, actually I'll try to break it down into two reasons, right? The first one was to expand my worldview. Growing up as a kid, I watched a lot of Hollywood Kung Fu movies. You know, I think every kid in the West grew up knowing Jackie Chan and Jet Li. So there was that fantasy to sort of like, oh my God, I, you know, it would be cool to see this thing in person on, you know, on the basic abstract level. But, you know, that, that was the childish des desire inside of me. But at the same time, it was the drive as an adult to want to learn something new in terms of, oh, this is a whole new world that I've never explored before, that I know nothing about. Taking this time to actually um, go there, leave there, experience these things, you know, this might be probably one of the best decisions of my life. 
if it works out, great. If it doesn't work out, well, I've still just gained experience going to another culture, learning another culture, leaving in another culture. Basically, my family is pretty much between Nigeria and Canada. Those are the only two worldviews that I know. Anything outside of that is, is, is new to me. It's a whole new concept, you know? But I wanted to learn more, to learn things outside of those things. So that was the first reason. The second reason was to understand different perceptions in terms of cultural norms. Now, every culture has what it considers to be normal and, you know, the, the abnormals. That the word abnormals, abnormalities. So I remember then that I used to watch some videos of Chinese cuisine and people eating Chinese food. And some of the things that they would have, it just felt weird. You know, at the time, it felt so weird to me because I was not used to them. Now, my society would have perceived that differently. And I, I mean, it's a very, um, it's a very, unsubstantial example, but it just sort of encompasses everything that I'm trying to say, which is that there's a different perception to what you, what you consider to be a norm. Is it the same in another culture? And, and why, you know, it was just not about like, Oh, okay. We don't do this here. It's a question of why, why don't you do this? One of the biggest shocks, cultural shock or cultural perception if, if you say, was the culture in China is that from 12, from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m., it's break time, lunch hour. But then you're also expected to take a nap in that, in that, in that time range. And I was like, oh, my God, that, that just sounded so, you know, like it just made sense right after lunch you have the opportunity to just, you know, briefly shut down for like five, 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, depending on how much you spend on your, you know, on your lunch, you have, you still have that time range to just chill, refresh and go back to work. The Nigerian working industry sector, you don't, you know, people don't even, the fact that you want to go to lunch is, is a problem. It already makes you feel like, oh, you're on serious. But here, if you don't go to lunch, it feels like you have a problem. The thing is that understanding different worldviews and learning from different areas of life, it enriches you as a person. It makes you a better person. It makes you more informed. It helps you interact with the world better. The world is a very big place. See the world from a different angle. When I put that answer on Twitter, a lot of people were just saying, oh, my God, like, OK, I appreciate that. I respect that. I this, you know, I felt like it was inspiring to other people outside of just the idea. I mean, I don't know why people move to other countries, but for me, that was why I moved here, you know, and I thought that 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 insight, that understanding sort of shaped how my experiences in life here has been. So it, it, it was good. It was good to have that conversation with people. It was good. It was.